0: welcome to Planning Phase Syndicate episode 107. We're not exactly anything. We're a crew, a team, and in some ways, we're a family. Welcome tonight and happy Sunday to you all. It is Store Champ Bonanza, it seems like, with millions and millions of Store Champs going on around the world. Tonight, we're going to be having a conversation about some of the lists that we have kind of seen pop up we're gonna to do top list and then possibly a few other lists to go along with it we're also gonna look at pattern analyzer the website and i want to give a shout out to my buddy Eekpair and his dedication and effort to make this website the analytics premium website to go to um if you aren't enticed or enticed enough with that, we are going to be also doing our list archetype analysis continuation with Alpha Strikes, how to play them, and how to beat them. With that being said, let's bring in my co-host for tonight. Please welcome JJ. How are you tonight?
1: Doing all right. Had a great uh, Saturday. Uh, we had a store champ here over at Gamers Armory here in uh, Cary, North Carolina. Um, had a great crowd there. Uh, quite a bit of locals there uh, that came out. Or we also had a, quite a bit of folks out there uh, from Charlotte that came over. Big shout out to chant that came out, uh, WarBot that came out as well, um, and a couple of others that came out uh, from, uh, from the different discords that I see. So it was great to see everybody out there, and uh, we had a blast yesterday. It was so much fun.
0: Awesome. Also joining me is Alex, the benchwarmer, who's gonna run scum and every store champ until he wins one. (laughs) How are you tonight, sir?
2: I guess I'm just never gonna win any store champs. Uh, I'm doing close, at least though. Yeah, scum's always gonna be in second in store champs. That's the theme you'll see today. (laughs) No, I'm doing pretty well. You know, ready uh, to talk about some X-Wing. Excited. Awesome. Awesome. Well, if you didn't
0: know, I have a quick announcement, quick update. And we at Michigan GT over here in the United States in Lansing will be held the first weekend in October. And we have a finally solidified prize support, um, which I don't know, we will determine how we want to handle exactly everything. But what we've requested is that all the money that we get back We get to re-spend at the store. And this year, we're going to buy smaller ships and be able to give out more prizes so that essentially everybody will get something halfway down. The other exciting announcement is we are officially going to have two store champ invites for Michigan GT. So hopefully we get more than 12 people um, to come out. It would be nice. Last year, we had like 24 or 25, something like that. uh, And then a couple of people dropped the last day. Um, we will kind of see how it goes, but essentially, our goal is to give out two-store champ invites to the people who attend. Now, with that being said, what we really want to make sure you do is go forth and register. Um, last year, it was 40 bucks; It's 40 bucks this year, but that gets you into the convention as well. It is a wargaming convention, but it does help support local communities. They do have a beer cart. I don't think i bought any beer last year but i'm sure some of the other fellows probably bought a few beers there i'm pretty sure mark maybe alex got a couple yeah of they beers. have two
2: hearted that's the best ipa ever made yeah so
0: uh, you, you if, if you do show up you are going to get more for the 40 bucks but because we have two store kits from what i was told we're going to be able to give out double the cards so the top two people will get both on cards um and then we'll be able to kind of cascade some of the prizes uh down for that. We will also be giving away a set of acrylic. Um, the, the probability of what it is, is it's going to be a first player marker acrylic. That'll be unique to Michigan. Um, so that way you no longer have to throw a coin on each side of the table. You'll be able to have an actual cool little tracker, uh, with that. And as well as a few other, um, Michigan themed type tokens to go along with it. If that wasn't enough, we are also going to be giving away, um, We'll be giving away some ships as well, Um, kind of the same way we did last year. Um, And we will be having some prize support in terms of card handouts uh, that I'll be collecting from some of the store kits coming up here in the future. So if you want to head over, if you're going to be in Michigan or anywhere near us, Lansing is kind of dead center. Um, So it is a little bit of a drive if you're coming from Canada, Um, but it is still five hours. It is a fun time. And I'm thinking about getting a hotel room if enough people come out uh and just staying out in Lansing. So if we get enough people that are gonna get that are gonna stay and not travel back home, I'm gonna get a hotel room and we can go out and have drinks afterwards um for it. This year we are limiting it uh to 32. So we will the most we will have is a top cut of I think four. I have to double check. It's either four or eight. So but I think it's four. But either which way we will well, whatever the guidelines say, we're going to hold to that and specifically go exactly what the search guides say instead of doing what we did last year um, for it. And that way, hopefully we'll be able to get home at a more decent hour. We'll see.
1: I'm talking about? We're young men. We could stay up to four in the morning playing x Come on. We can. We can.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, if I get a hotel room, it's inconsequential, right? <laughs> then like, exactly. Then, then, then the bed's just like 10 feet. You know, or ten minutes down the road, or an Uber exactly. ride. Last year there was like this party that I wanted to go to, but like D and I were like, it's eleven o'clock, and she was like, I probably should go home, and I was like, yeah, I should probably go home too. Um, but this year I might just get a hotel room and call it a day. Um, especially if JJ somehow can pull it together and come visit us,
2: up here in Michigan.
1: I'm I'm trying to work the miracle, man. I'm trying to work it.
2: We could always attempt to kidnap the governor.
1: Nope, nope. I
0: gotta take that out of the podcast. I'm not gonna do any of that. Thanks for making extra work, Alex. Damn it. All right. Um. Anyway, so hopefully you all will come to Michigan GT if you're in the area. Um. Like I said, we are giving away two store uh, or we have two store kits, so it'll be uh two invites. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, we're gonna make up a graphic here and start promoting it a little bit heavier um, in the coming days on Facebook and stuff like that. So I- I'm excited. I'm hoping to win my search uh, invite so I don't have to play and can just to the whole time. Um, I don't know. I might just to the whole time anyway. Uh, this to help Ken out. So with that being said, we can get into it tonight. You guys ready? Ready to talk Let's some X Wing? F- All yeah. right. So the first thing that we're going to do is I want to go through and actually kind of talk about uh, the pattern analyzer to begin with. Um, this, like I said, this was put on by actually a member of our syndicate. He, um, He's from overseas, but he built this and he kind of added on. So before originally, if you just come here into the home screen, uh, it's going to be slow because uh, my internet. You can type in, you can pick where you want to your event ID from, and you can like specifically look at statistics from an event. Um, So this one will give you all the different statistics. Everything is imported um, directly out of List Fortress. So what I will say is I really hope people put their info into everything. Um, That way we can always look at it. But a new feature that just got released that he's working on tweaking, um, but I'm going to go ahead and, and show everybody what it is just because I'm very excited about this. This actually breaks down and takes the tournament analysis, and you have three different options. We can look at last points update. We can look at last weekend, and this one's going to be really good for podcasters because this will kind of give us just information from the weekend before, and we can look at just the previous month. If you look at up at the top here, it'll give you a date range for whichever one it is. It'll tell you how many tournaments were played and how many squads. So now you've seen these graphics before, right? Like none of these graphics are super new um, if you've watched our show before. Uh, So there's probably not a real big need to go into all of the uh, analytics of that. And I guess I'll tell, I guess I'll just throw it out there. If Iqbir wants to join me on a podcast one night and we actually just record how to use the website as like a demo tool, I'll happily help you to uh, do that. But essentially the way all of this breaks down is it kind of looks at faction distribution, and now, instead of just looking at one tournament, we're looking at all of them combined. So we're going to pick just last month, which is going to be June 16th to July 17th. And then what this does is this kind of tells you your faction performance. Um, as you can see here, it brings in, unfortunately, the unknown squads, but that's some of that is a little bit of a bug, but at the exact same time, some of that is because you didn't turn your bloody listen. in. <laughs> you don't turn your listen. in. It, it skews our statistics damn it um, yeah. then the next piece is kind of squad size it'll give you the average ship counts uh, so you can see there was somebody did run 1-8 ship list One one eight ship list did play Um, but we did get 31 three ships list which I think that's pretty interesting I don't know guys I, I think we were kind of shitting on three ship list for the most part people yeah. have been
2: trying them
1: so. Yeah, I mean, there. Don't get me wrong, right? Un, under the um, the the right hands, a three ship list can be absolutely uh, devastating. You know, if they're self contained, you know, uh, ships that don't have to rely on like coordination and stuff like that uh, to be effective, they can be absolutely great. Um, but in general, um, they are tougher to succeed with um, than than some of the other lists that we see that are a little more in common right now, um, especially with the points.
2: I'm curious which factions were running the three-point list because you can have like a decently viable one in like separatists or rebels or even resistance. You can get some
1: three-point lists. I mean, Boba and another fire spray and like um, uh, Hawk is still a viable list yeah. I think for for scum. Yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> um. One anyway. store champ. Okay. It's, all right. That's yeah. cool. you're right. It is that is 100% fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, not for me it did <laughs> but for somebody it did um so the other thing is like your faction victory so you can kind of see which ones are winning the most this one's a little bit illusional your performance metric over here is actually better and as you can see based on all of the numbers the resistance is actually technically doing the best in terms of wins doesn't mean they've won a star champ um but it's creating a higher probability right and and so like and the reason I wanted to talk about this a little bit, and we're going to get into some of the uh, chassis distribution and stuff like that in a minute, but the reason I want to talk about this is because when we prep or plan and try to determine what are you going to run, what do you want to run, what do you want to run, we all know that there's certain people that usually will win with whatever, right? <laughs> and they skew the statistics. Um, and that's where we could talk about player ranking like in the future. Um, that's something I want to do tonight. Uh, it's not something I want to do right now with a lot of research. But player ranking is something that that could affect this and could change some of these numbers. The other thing that you got to look at, right? The other big thing here is the pure fact that if resistance has a better chance of winning, but can't take it over the top to actually win a sword champ, right? That's where we have to have that conversation of, you know, where do those anomalies come in for this here is not going to actually tell you which one is going to go over the top. So, right. You could get a lot of good matchups uh that Scumblest, for example probably had a pretty decent uh matchups and that's how they eked it out right um and i don't and i apologize i'm not diminishing anything from that player because that player is probably a very good player what i'm just trying to get across is these are only help guesstimates that help you make a decision kind of where you want to go with your list building right um the next piece in here is chassis distribution, and it is broken up by each of the different uh, factions. You can look at it by name, right? Or you can look at it by frequency. Um, So as you can see, X-Wings and Rebels are probably the highest taken thing. I bet you Luke. Luke probably is like, what, 80, 60 to 80% of those. (laughs) Would be my guess. Uh, same way as this fifty percent here is probably ninety percent hot, unfortunately. Yeah,
1: um, or Poe.
0: Nope, this is well, Rebel, Rebel only.
1: only. Oh, Rebel only. Yeah, sorry. Nope. Fair.
0: <laughs> like then you could go to Scum. You can see Fang fighters are by far the highest taken. Um, again, this isn't a predicator of what does well does not do well. That comes up in just a second here. Um, but anyway, so I just thought it's this is this is interesting. Um, if you want to look at by faction, you also have points cost here. Um, your average points cost is four, which kind of shows the five ships list, whatever, same thing. Um, and then we get to move into pilots. You can pick by faction. So we could go into rebel. And then we can go by score, right? We could go by how many times they were taken. We can go by the frequency that they were taking which is probably going to be about the same we go by win rate right and again this is going to be a little skewed as well because here you see gina is at the top <laughs> uh, she has a higher win rate but the frequency is very low right she's only taken 15 times so her frequency is fairly roll. but she has a very high win rate so um i don't know if this you is look almost at almost like
2: a 10th of what like people brought with Luke. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Um, so small. again,
0: those do like affect the numbers a little bit. We, we know that, but at the exact same time, this is kind of what I had been dreaming of as somebody that does analytics for Libby. This is kind of like the, um, ideal state that you can look at and you can pick whatever faction you want. Right. So you, as you can see in here, um high win rates when you add everybody together is resistance um, very low ship counts and very low frequency uh, people are not bringing Poe in the T-70 I can't imagine why um, but they're not um, but here and Alex I think you're going to find this interesting Kai
2: has a better win rate than Nimi or BB-8 well Kai is a 4 so that kind of helps um, but also Kai was brought five times. <laughs> yeah. So that win rate is a little suspect. Yeah.
0: Um, so then we have your accounts here. Uh, obviously, Boy Luke, Sabine, Han, Kiel. Oh, those are things. There's Elo, uh, that type of uh, a thing. Uh, they do the same thing for upgrades. But here, this is new. The compositions. So this, he expanded this uh, in my request. And what I ask is like, when you get like, we call it compositions, but when you take all the different ships and what are the, what is the um, pattern behind them? Right? Like what is that blueprint that everybody's bringing? And it doesn't matter what pilot is in it, because I think that is a whole different type of discussion. and, And that adds a little complexity that I don't know if it's going to be as easy to dissect at this current time, but you could sit here and actually look at what the highest, what is taken the most. So obviously this uh, rebel, uh, these two rebel to archetypes um, are the high, the highest taken. They don't have the best win rates,
2: but again, they have the highest counts. Yeah, when a list is popular, you know, a lot of people will bring it. And because so many of the field is bringing it, you are going to have people who are losing with it as well. Yep. So generally, the most broad kind of list isn't usually the highest performing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so and we- the
1: other part of it, too, is like um, some of these upgrades are like really great filler pieces, too. Um, Like uh, in the previous updates, we saw a lot of like... um predator or elusive because it was cheap enough and it gave you a passive mod and i think that probably the more common ones that we see now is probably like more expensive and such that uh, they're just cheap upgrades that can do pretty well um in the right list
0: yeah and like i said i think this this gives people a starting point right like the idea behind this is not to go oh how do i find that list and just deck it right but this kind of will tell us where the repetition is as you can see, bombers here are pretty, um, have a pretty high win rate. Um, again, you just have to pick which one you want to, you know, look at. Overall, when we look at it, here's your Rebels, here's your Resistance ones that are on top. Even though they're not making, um, they're not winning every single store champ, they're out there as a very high known quantity. So when you want something to practice against outside of uh, this list here, which seems crazy to me, um, but when you talk about where you want what do you want to fly learn how to fly against, these are gonna be what you're gonna do the most. So all right, does any any of you have any other questions at all?
1: Uh, Just a comment, really, and this is mainly for a lot of the newer players or casual players that are uh, looking to get back into the game. Um, I know I've spoken with a lot of uh, players that are coming in from like 2.0 and into 2.5 with new scenarios and stuff. Um, You know, this is definitely a great tool for you to see, you know, how... Uh, to potentially set up your potential list if you're looking to get into the competitive side of X-Wing. Uh, this is a very, very great resource to look to see what is uh, doing well and see patterns uh, for different uh, builds that you might be interested in and to uh, to help you get started on your path to uh, making your own list and hopefully doing well in your next store championship.
0: Yeah. And if you have suggestions or recommendations or things like that, I, I need more than a one, you know, like one line to say, Hey, I just want to see, um, you know, I want to see rebels compared to separatists or something like that. Right. Um, but I, if you want to work with me or message me, I can actually work with anybody. Um, so if you have a suggestion, I will work directly with them. Any suggestions are open. I just got to be able to flesh it out for you. But, um, anybody that wants to make a suggestion or a recommendation that they feel would be beneficial. Um, let me know again. The guy does this pro bono. This is like free. I don't even think he has at this point, like a GoFundMe or like a Patreon or anything. This has all been stuff that he's just done on his spare time. Um, and I would like to say it's all because of me, but it's not. Um, so (laughs) that would be a little selfish to say, but anyway, if, if, if you do, anybody does happen to want to have, um, you know, do those things. Let me know. Uh, I I will tell you. Unfortunately, the one program it does not work like very well is that um that LBN whatever that's called. What's LBN? What's the other famous list builder?
1: Launchbay next.
0: Thank you. So Launchbay next doesn't play well all the time with some of the other stuff. So, but. All right, shall we move in to our Pattern Analyzer segment? Yeah, let's do it. All right, up on the docket tonight is our Pattern Analyzer segment where we look at and break down different metas And all of that fancy jazz to kind of talk through exactly what's going on in the championship world. So tonight, we're going to start off with JJ's store champ that he did not win, by the way. And um, we'll start there. And I'm not going to cover JJ's list because it's a secret. And (laughs) he didn't do well enough to even make our top three and one unique list. (laughs) <laughs> so JJ, why don't you tell us about your search champ?
1: So we had uh, 12 players come out uh, for this store championship over here at Gamers Armory. Uh, big shout out to uh, to Stephen Parker from Thousand Dice who helped uh, actually run this event and provided some awesome prizes for everybody there. Um, there wasn't a single player that left without any prizes. Um, and it was really great, uh, well-run event. Um, but yeah, it was uh, definitely really fun. This actually came down to the very last game that was played. It wasn't even um, like the top uh, because the... The the last undefeated player went up against the three and one, and uh, he actually lost. So we ended up having three players that went three and one uh, for the top there, and it came down to the strength of schedule, uh, which was reliant on the previous two players that both players had played, and that final match would determine the strength of schedule um, that uh, that decided who came up on top on this. So um, it went from all the attention being on the top table to. The second to last table, where the last two players were playing together, and it was just a great time. Um, But yeah, it was a a lot of fun. Got to see um, quite a few different lists there. I think the only list, the only faction that wasn't represented was Resistance, sadly. Um, But we had quite a bit of Rebels and Empire and First Order, um, and and, then a handful of uh, Separatists and uh, one Scum list.
2: But Resistance came in fourth in that tournament. Could
1: be that. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. Yes. So, um, so let's take a look at the to, the winner here. Uh, this one is Thiel. He was the one uh, the winner for this event here. So he was flying Empire. He had the Grand Inquisitor and they tied the one with Malice, Elusive Fire Control System. Uh, battle Yavin have invader vizier with emperor palpatine and second sister with heightened perception lone wolf shield upgrade uh, to round off this list here and uh, this is actually really good right because if you can set up second sister as that flanker and she can engage at initiative seven if she spends that force for perception having that potential double mod with lone wolf and a focus and uh, also a second force you're able to uh, possibly strip tokens and allow for uh, vader and Grand Inquisitor. To come in and punish with their attacks, and then also being boosted by vizier that has uh, the force there with uh, Palpatine. It's a uh, it's a really good list there. Um, I I believe his loss was actually on JJ froze. <laughs> he lost
2: to the Resistance player in the first round.
1: Oh yeah, yes. yeah, that's it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do you know what scenario that was, Alex, by chance? Oh
2: man, I have to have to like look through all this.
1: Um all it's right, assault. Right, right. Assault, yeah. Sorry. Assault, yeah.
0: And I was gonna say assault has to be the worst one for that list because you only assault. have one ship that cares mm-hmm. or can like be by that. Everything else has to everything else has to be somewhat cagey. Yeah. Really. yeah. Cause in this list you can't just lose Vader. No. And expect that list to win.
1: Yeah, you definitely try to uh, get the high initiative kill and try to reduce the amount of dice that are coming back to you. And you usually double modded uh, between pops force and then of course the locks for uh, for those lists and able to put in quite a bit of damage. So yeah.
0: So I have a a weird question, and then maybe this is, I, I, I guess maybe you can't fit it because if you take Juke. sister second sister doesn't have enough points but like to me grand inquisitor would be really good with lone wolf too yeah i agree and i'm a little weirded out by the malice choice like i guess i understand why you can do that and use it but like it just feels like that would be like between that and elusive i don't know like i just isn't there a different build for grand inquisitor is this just like
2: the I want to live forever build? Is that what this is? I mean, there's a lot of crits in that list too.
1: Yeah, I think for Grand Inquisitor, I mean, you're you're usually spending one force to apply the range bonus if you're looking to attack at range three. Um, and having malice to force a crit through, especially if you're shooting after Second Sister and after Vader, you're more likely to get the crit through and help generate to force back four uh, Grand Inquisitor um, if you're able to uh, get the uh, the pilot crit on there. So there there is some synergy in that um, in trying to uh, be aggressive as possible and then recover the force to be defensive at initiative five, uh, where of course you're seeing you know your Luke Skywalkers, you're seeing. Um, uh, A lot of the Jedi from the Republic uh, You're seeing um, You're seeing a lot of the Like dirge uh, that can Engage at I-5 and you do need those Defensive mods uh, to To help keep you alive For further shots
2: Yeah I mean he only Has 10 points so it's not Like you can like just Completely outload him with a lot Of things
0: oh um, i see second sister you think you used to be able to run juke she'll look her? Right on her mm-hmm. well yeah. that was the yeah she must have lost points oh Juke oh, yeah. went up that's right Juke went up and yeah points. went
1: up by one yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i see
0: you know so i don't know, like i like my grand inquisitor would be heightened presumption malice lone wolf at least i guess
2: Ooh, i mean that's how- a lot of force being
0: spent well it is but it like you and you could dump the heightened perception if you don't want it but you know like to me i don't know lone wolf almost feels better on the on on that chassis i don't know that's just me i guess because that it allows you to i guess if you dump heightened perception there you go and kept kept your malice and lone wolf you now have three more points you could yeah. uh, you could do brilliant evasion there you go i don't know Rockets, man.
2: You, I'm not slap run, rockets on I'm it. I'm not going to put rockets on them. Nope. It's an i5 I reposition into focus. You know how easy it is to get off with that? Either sure. reposition with a focus. So you just Rocket like rockets too much. All right, you They're... take
0: this list and do that,
2: and then we'll see how well it goes. I ain't running a four ship vampire list. Are you kidding me? Come on. Why not? <laughs> All right.
0: Alex, what did. The runner-up dr money pants run that we joked about earlier because scum just somehow can't win except for one store tournament always in
2: second uh yeah so this is a scum list it's also four ships so that must have been a really interesting final there it has a dengar with uh, expert handling bt1 contraband the title and r5 p8 uh, Fenrau with Fearless, Beskar, and Burnout thrusters. Lima with Plasma Torps and R4B11. And Oterok with Crackshot, Fearless, Beskar. So you got two sixes and two fives. And two fangs and Dengar in Lima.
0: Yeah. And I actually, I I don't like Lima all that much, but I know she's a pretty known quantity, so like it's fine. right? Lima's like, my
2: favorite part of that list. <laughs> I love uh, Lima.
0: Yeah. But um, I will say I do like this list, you know, like it being the high initiative. Um, you might have to dodge a few matchups, but I mean, you have two heavy hitters. You have Fenn and you have Dengar. And I don't know, JJ, do you, do you run the two together? Like, did he run the two of them together? Did he put them on the opposite side and then did not, converge?
1: I did not actually get to see uh, or play against them this round here. Um, but my guess is they probably run them together. Yeah.
2: I mean, Dengar is good at jousting things if people joust him as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But really, it's not hard to turn right and get behind (laughs)
1: him. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's kind of the catch line too, right? Because you want to be aggressive with Dengar, so that way you can be aggressive, or you can punish rather. But at the same time, once they get behind you, then Dengar starts losing his effectiveness, um, so you got to find that right balance and uh, use them as that, that. You you basically herd people towards the front of Dengar, and then from there, um, you know, you use the rest of your list to help uh, support Dengar and help uh, soften them up, so that way Dengar can take them out at initiative six.
2: Yeah, you got one get out of jail with uh, contraband. Four K with Dengar, and then after that, it's going to get a little bit a bill battle there. Yeah.
0: Alright, let's move on to the next store champ, Recess Games in Ohio, which Alex yeah. should have gone to and did not. because uh, Easily he, could
2: have came in second.
0: He was just <laughs> tired, I guess. I don't know what to say to that one. Um, nah. So this one, Ablazoned, which is, I can't remember the gentleman's first name. It's Tim, right? No, it's Nate May. It's what? Nat, Matt May. That's right. Nate May. Nate. Yeah. Great yeah. guy. So, yeah, Nate, Nate hosted when we did I don't remember what we called it, but when we did the team tournament in, at recess way back last year, which I hope they actually do another one this year because um, that was a fun time, and I hope they release information even if it's not, like, prize support stuff. Like, just tell us when it is because I got, I got, actually got to plan that trip <laughs> because it's all the way in Ohio. Um, and this time, maybe the East Coast and West Coast won't get separate Airbnbs. We can all just share one large Airbnb, and we can all... Cast our vote on whether Thai food is amazing or not. But um, <laughs> that was a whole argument. They all had to have Chipotle, and I don't eat Chipotle. I just, I don't eat it. It makes me sick every time. I'm not going to eat.
1: Um, is this the cilantro?
0: It's, not, it's definitely not cilantro. <laughs> it's probably because they are <laughs> unclean, and they've been shut down how many damn times because of that? At least in Michigan.
1: I was going to say, probably that store. Yeah, Yeah, probably that
2: store.
0: I don't know. I don't
1: yeah. know. You may sound like it's not kosher.
0: <laughs> I just I just know they make me sick every time so I do I personally do not run or eat there but um anyway. So anyway, let's go ahead and dive into the list. Alex, which list do you want to take? Do you want to take the winner or the or the runner up?
2: You know, it's very on theme for me to take the runner up, so I'll do that. <laughs> JJ, do you want to go over Nate's yeah. list?
1: So, uh, the first stuff here, uh, the winner here, we have a uh, resistance list here. Uh, we got Elo with Crackshot R68, uh, which I believe that's the bullseye droid, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ni Num with Marksmanship, Pattern Analyzer, BBA Crew, Integrated S Foils, and HLC. Next up is Zori Bliss with marksmanship dorsal turret R4 astromech wartime loadout and mag pulse warheads, and then Poe Dameron with crackshot R4 electronic baffle over th- uh, overdrive thrusters, integrated Foils, Black One title and proton torpedoes to round off this list. Uh, side note and kind of a, a, a early segue over to what we're going to discuss later on: Would you guys consider this to be an Alpha Strike list?
2: Ah, uh, man. It's probably as close as you're going to get to one in a four-ship resistance list. Yeah. But just knowing how Nate plays, he's been playing, like, Flyboy Poe for basically as long as I've known him. And he's very good at it. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't necess- he doesn't straight jouse people. Like, he doesn't actually need to Alpha Strike people. He just has the potential to do so. Yeah. yeah
0: I will note, in Rust Cup, I was his only loss. <laughs> So he made that very well, very known when we went to dinner. I was like, "Sorry, man, <laughs> sorry," <laughs> and I don't even think I need, our team needed it that, that. I think we lost that <laughs> anyway, so didn't inconsequential. Um, so I don't know if I would consider this an Alpha Strike list, JJ. I'll be honest with you because I don't think you fly all these ships together. I I, I feel this is more of an AC list, um, because you have I fives and I sixes, and, and that's probably more. I don't know, because I've only played Nate once. I didn't get to play him at Worlds at all. um. So to me, but to me, this feels more of like an ace style
2: list. Okay, that's fair. I mean, Zori ain't going to be acing things off the board, but yeah, I mean, like Poe will definitely outmaneuver you pretty much at every go.
1: And the reason I asked this is because, you know, with Zori, you definitely want to fly her close, right? Even if it's not like right next to somebody, but if you want to get the ability off to have her like double mod, um then you want her close by to be able to um to make sure she has the opportunity to use her abilities for a double bond. So um but yeah I, I um I definitely like this list the way it feels. I mean this is uh apparently nobody told Nate that uh you know Falcon Poe is the way that he should have ran, but uh, he did really, really well with this. <laughs> he ran Flyboy Poe at worlds, he was the top performer
2: out of last qualifier.
1: Nice, well done. Yeah. Also,
2: uh for something really cheeky, you can Zori boost in the system phase when nine nub does his BBA boost. And that's pretty oh, cool. That's
1: that's that's <laughs> great. I'm not All sure right, if he did it, stop, but that's cool. That's disgusting.
0: Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> All right.
2: Jay or Alex, who was our runner up J Bark? Ah, another scum list. Look at that. <laughs> They had Boss with expert handling and marksmanship, C95 obviously. Dace with Lando Shield Upgrade and Title. Cad Solus with Fearless Optics and Electronic Baffle. Joy Rackoff with Fearless and Ion Torps. And Fen Rao with marksmanship fearless shield upgrade. Three fangs. Yep. I... Good job. You did it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Both my fellow other co-hosts, Cody and Matt, attended. Cody came in third, Matt came in fourth. They both lost to this guy <laughs> on the way wow. up. They were, they were their only losses were to the scum player. Which wow. is hilarious to me. Also, they Cody and Matt played three of the same people. And Cody got a bye. So all of Cody's games were Matt's opponents.
1: <laughs> wow. Who ended up having the, the better strength of schedule? Uh Cody,
0: uh, Cody I believe. Yeah, That's... you can see it on the screen. Cody, yeah. Cody by uh uh like six points or 0.06 uh, yeah. point. Cody wow, also ran
2: Kylo with Proton Torpedoes.
0: Yeah, Cody abandoned his original list of he said he's not running uh von reg anymore, which was hilarious because he was running von reg all the time and he's like, No, I'm done, I'm not running von Reg.
2: <laughs> I told him, Hey man, why are you running Vonrag? You have rush. And he's like, yeah, but triple silencers. I don't want to be just strictly triple silencers guys. Then he played in that tournament with Vonrag, and he's like, yeah, I'm going back to rush. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense, right? Yeah. I don't, rush I don't know. shouldn't be one shot. Right. No. So Vonrag has the possibility of doing that. All right. So let's move on to the next one. Gritty
0: Goblin. And I don't care where this is. This is literally the fave my favorite name of any store. <laughs> Just so we all know right now, like I love this name, and I think everybody should n- rename their stores to cool things. It
2: has like to this. be in Philadelphia, right? Like that would make the
0: most sense. I I, I don't know. I will. It is central. It might be central. I don't know. You'd have to look it up. We'll have to look it up later. Um. So oh. this store championship, we had one 4 one four zero and two three. Three ones, and one of them had a tie. The other one had loss. The winner of that tournament <laughs> is a Han. It's a Han belt with Perceptico pilot, chopper crew, Bistan gunner, engine upgrade, Millennial Falcon, Keo and Juke, Boy Luke and Fenra, with Predator crackshot Beskar reinforced plating little bit different uh fen there with the predator crack shot um but i could see why being that you know i6 right uh it gives you some ability to get some of that off there
2: yeah it's Uh, very similar to like what jeremy brought jeremy Chamlin um brought yes
0: yeah yeah the the chopper crew is like i think that's like the discussion of you put chopper where do you kind of go with it um because you can run. What do you? What do you run? See so if you run, uh, perceptive Bistan.
2: You do trick shot because yeah. chopper's one point, engines three. Yeah.
0: So that's right. you could
2: take off trick shot to put on chopper and engine, which I kind of prefer. But we talked about that last week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I went a different run on my build, but yeah.
0: We don't want to hear about your two and two builds. <laughs> 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 I could have been a three and one. <laughs> but you weren't. you weren't i did tell you though i did tell you when you were you were messaging me and i was like "Yeah, you still could get it baby you still get it who did i put oh i put money on dread champ that's right that's who i (laughs) yeah you did
1: you did put money on dread (laughs) yet
0: damn it dread champ (laughs) um all right anyway so jj what is this kyle katarn list that we see here we have a rebel list and i I normally would not cover a second rebel list, but this one in fairness doesn't have han
2: in it and now we don't have JJ. so I can go there we go yep there Alex, we go <laughs> go ahead yes yeah, so uh this has um Kyle Katarn in the hawk with hopeful engineer so Hera with hopeful and pulse. Sabine with Beskar, Benthic with hopeful Leia perceptive Copilot and uh, config and then Bodica with pre- uh, predator mando optics beskar. i believe this is very similar to what duncan ran and won his store champ with just being that kind of haritani i'm rebels i don't have ranges so i'm just going to pass around focuses and evades wherever i want does I mean, kyle not get the moldy crow? he does i'm assuming that was on there all right so it's just a mistake then on there
0: yeah i can't imagine
2: you not running the moldy like Or he's doing it out of disrespect. Who knows? I don't want to keep my focuses. I don't want a full three eye front (laughs) dart. Yeah, full three die front arc.
0: Which uh... this is kind of cool in the aspect of it takes away from the Bodica swarm tactics where somebody's trying to move Bodica up to an I six, uh, to maximize uh, her ability. Um, I don't know. I kind of like. I kind of like this. This this is a little bit more my style. It's weird with Kyle Katarn. I will. I won't lie and say that's weird but i bet you that support piece is pretty relevant but the big question i have is i know sabine does better with the best card reinforced plating. but can't you just put hopeful right can we not just have hopeful on her just for thematic sake right like i'm sure it would never trigger and it's stupid but it just feels like it would be a hilarious like addition
2: right it'd be incredible if that was on the turn where you did that pre-movement boost and then focused for your action Cause then you wouldn't be able to do hopeful at all.
0: <laughs> I know it'd just be kind of cool. So no, actually,
2: go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Ahead. Yeah. The, uh, the firing priority on this is rough. Like you don't have a, I got to kill it. Like it's whatever they give you. Right. Like you can't, I don't know what you'd shoot first in this list.
1: Uh, for me, I think the priority here is Kyle, uh,
0: But if they don't give you Kyle, uh, what if they keep Kyle in the back? I don't, you know. Yeah, if
2: Kyle's range four, his ability still passes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right, but you know, the the potential for especially with hopeful, right? Um, hopeful in particular, you're able to get a focus if a ship dies. If generals turn is still on board, that focus can now turn into an evade. Um, or anytime that you pass off that extra focus over to Hera, you know, at any point of that interaction, whether she passes it to somebody else or you pass it to Hera, you turn it into an evade. So you're able to provide a lot of uh you give yourself a lot of flexibility on the list. Um so I think taking out Kyle is probably the the easiest thing. There. Uh, is obviously another um another priority target um, because most likely you're gonna leave Bodica near Kyle and Hera to get those revenge shots on. Um, but you're, you're definitely want to take out that synergy that, uh, Kyle and Hera have, um, in this list there. And obviously the other part of it too, is flying. If you're able to help spread that formation around rocks or corners, so that way they don't all have the same arc or they don't have arc on all the same ship, um, that helps you, um, help your list live a little bit longer, uh, to, to mitigate this, uh, this particular list.
0: Yeah, I would actually put this on the board. I
1: think very good list.
2: It's just man, if you shoot Botica, she's just like, oh, I'm just gonna get a free evade from <laughs> Con- like Concordia, right? If you're at range one, she gets that free evade from Concordia, and you can just get passer to evade from whoever. It's yep. brutal. That's
0: the classic rebels, classic rebels. There, that's like I said that to me that feels so much better than just seeing all this han, you know, garbage. I'm sure han would decimate that list, but um I don't know. I like I'm, that list. I'm
2: not sure if he puts out enough damage to actually just take that list out, honestly. Yeah. Cuz so he only got two single modded 3-die shots. I mean, you get essentially best out of two, but if your second shot's not good, you're still not putting a lot of damage through.
0: Fair enough. Alright, next one is Dragon's Den in California I don't know where in California, Stockholm I think, our very own Sandy showing up here thought I would uh, we're going to cover their list just because it's Sandy and it's actually a similar list to something I would run that I'm not good at and would immediately lose with but um, JJ who was our winner and what did they take?
1: So, our winner here is going to be Casey Leone, uh, who flew the resistance here. uh Coming in with Elo Atzi with Crackshot R68, Tevin Wexley with Marksmanship Shield Upgrade, Kerr with Afterburners, and Jessica Pava with Ferrosphere Paint, BV8 Astromech, and then Nimi Shireen with M9G8 Ferrosphere Paint. And of course, the foils surround so off this list. Uh, so, this is a 5T70 list here uh, that can do a lot of work here. I mean, you got uh, some really beefy. Um uh, T-70s that have those three shields, or in Temmin's case, four shields, and can put out uh, quite a bit of damage there. Um, they can spread out if they need to, or they can run in a pack. Karakun can act as that flanker. T-70, especially with After murders and doing like a hard turn uh, with it, is really nice to get into some, um, some good spots. And then Nimi is basically your ace hunter, uh, being able to be really accurate against higher initiative ships. Um, and having that N9GA2 uh, assist with rerolls is really good. Um, overall, a really solid list. This is one of those lists that we we previously, or this archetypes, I should say, that we previously discussed as being like a gatekeeper list. And it's just, it's really good. It's really solid.
2: Man, that that Kari with Afterburners is so silly. Like, you don't need a talent roll if you just three hard, hard one boost <laughs> for free. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah,
0: and this is the discussion that we've always had about the 5T-70s, right? Like, we say it's a gatekeeper list, but this list, you know... Again, I like Kara. Like, for me, this is kind of cool because, like, we discuss which ones are the best ones to run, right? And, you know, like, I don't know. I like Kara Coon a lot. So, I don't like Afterburners as much on her, but... Oh, it's so fun! Um, it is fun. No, I don't disagree with you. It is fun. I just... I like my toys a little bit more, just personally, I like my toys a little bit more, but yeah, you are hundred percent right. It is fun because you can like do your three hard, one hard, and essentially like be behind somebody. You
2: can talon um, roll and still do the one hard boost. Like that's that's a crazy K turn.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I the afterburners. I think is a niche thing, but um, obviously it worked very well for Lionheart. So congratulations to him. Do you want to cover the FO list from Sandy?
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's a four-ship list, which we've actually been seeing a lot of in these tournaments. It's kind of cool. This has very high initiative. It's two sixes and two fives. You have Vonrag with Lone Wolf, Daredevil, and Quick Quickdraw with Fanatical, Proud Tradition, Deterium Special Forces, FCS. Whisper Kylo with Brilliant Evasion, Malice, Predator, Pattern Analyzer, and the Enhanced Jamming Suite config. And then Blackout with Predator, Prime Thrusters, and Sensor Scramblers.
0: Yeah. I, I like mean,
2: it. I think yeah, I mean, Von Reg dies all the time, but I don't know if it's just me. I, <laughs> I, I have always had the experience that Von Reg dies super fast, but also like Ember and Hollow somehow don't. But for some reason, every time Von Reg's on the table, he just dies. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like
0: this list too. This is this is like this would be if I can win a sir sort of champ. This would be something that I'd play with, um, uh play around with. So
2: yeah, it's oh. interesting because uh, I was assuming they played each other, right? In the final, yeah. or was that? Yeah, I, I believe yeah. they
1: played in the final. Yeah, that's correct.
2: Yeah. So you have a five, two fours, a three, and a two taken out a list of two sixes and two fives, which is pretty cool. I like that.
1: Yeah, it just shows that, you know, even though you you could have um like high initiative aces on your list there, if there are enough guns on target and they are um if your opponent's unable to um reliably take down a ship per turn per engagement, um, they can easily gang up on those unmodded aces and take them down because green dice are green dice, they'll fail you nine times out of ten.
2: I feel like Quickdraw has a real uphill battle against five T70s.
1: especially.
2: Yeah. Like it's You're probably not going to alpha one of these things off the board with your initiative. Yeah.
0: All right. Next one 10 Squadron coming in from the UK here. The They had one 4 0 and, oh, and four 3 1s. Um, so that's that's crazy. That it was a little bit larger of a tournament. I think there was like twenty three or something like that. Uh Oops. people. There's a lot of people for this one. Um so the winner was a another <laughs> FO list with Bonreg, Daredevil, shield upgrade, because they, you almost need <laughs> marksmanship. Um quick draw with afterburners. That, which is definitely, we didn't see Afterburners on the other one, did we? Nope. No,
2: no, we haven't seen Afterburners in a in a long time.
0: So this one's kind of the weird cagey uh, one. Anyway, uh, Special Forces Gunner, Proud Tradition, and FCS. Lieutenant Hughes with Advanced Optics, Special Forces Gunner, and Proud Tradition. Malaris with Clusters, and then Scorch with Clusters, which is the bomber, by the way. With Clusters, Feedback Ping, and Bomb Lit generator definitely a little bit different than what we've seen before we have seen that scorch uh, make top in a couple other tournaments as well
2: also in the uk <laughs> also in the uk yeah i don't yeah they love their scorch bomber i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> they do i don't hey i, I don't we i don't know I, I've never there wasn't it another the better scorch yeah, I've never put it on the table and I think you know like in here what do you do I mean if you do do that then you have an extra point the problem is is because you don't have Kylo uh if Kylo silencer was like six points that would be an easy you know switch but what do you do you, you like I I don't know anyway so it's cool I kind of like it um it's definitely different I I don't know about after draw though like not having pattern analyzer just feels bad to me to me personally
2: when 2.0 first came out and they well one i guess fo first came out in 2.0 a lot of people did put afterburners on quick draw once uh she got the mod slot and that was uh the, some people saw some su- success with that and you know it's respectable like your three hearts red right so you still get a boost after that you do, slope.
0: which is cool. Yeah. Like, I like that. You know, I do like that. Yeah. I just, I've never ran an afterburners quick drop before, <laughs> I guess. So, I don't know. Maybe it'd be kind of cool.
1: I mean, it oh, could be a very
0: wait, aggressive quick drop. You can't afterburners yeah. after a one hard because it's got to be a three. Speed no, no, you're, you're three hard. No. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. I switched to sl- Yeah.
2: Yeah. The three hard is white. The one hard red. Okay. Yes. I guess I'll take the uh, second place list because. Or sorry, no, <laughs> unique list. Still scum, not second place. We're good.
0: Yeah, that's second place. This time technically it's
2: same score as second place. Just with almost half the strength of schedule. Jeez, look at that guy's strength of schedule. Two and quarter. That's rough. Um his scum list was Maul in the Gauntlet with a uh, Brilliant Evasion, Fearless, IGD, Lando, Overtune Modulators, Night Brother in this uh config. You have Dangar with Expert Handling, Greedo, Contraband, Punishing One, and R4B11. And then Han with trick shot <laughs> Concussion Missiles, The Mandalorian, The Child, Agile Gunner, and Lando's Millennium Falcon title. Two sixes and a five. Maul's ability is literally <laughs> useless. And I, that is actually a slightly different Han that you normally see. I've seen a lot nice. of people take uh, Greedo and... Uh, rigged cargo on them, but since you already have grito on Dangar, I guess you can take concussion missiles. At least you get three dice that way for once.
0: I I yeah. I'm yeah. confused by this list. I'll be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. I don't know. It looks fun, but I like I don't I must not be a good scum player because like this doesn't like I don't think I would
2: run this. I just don't think <laughs> I would um I mean what with the Lando now, Orlando's primary title, so you still only get five dice with that caution Missile. You can't get the legendary six <laughs> if you shoot it obstructed with Han's ability. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean honestly the the mall uh here you know you are basically you're ignoring the ability here you're not really using mall for his ability you're using him for his three force you're using him for fearless you're using for ig88d you're only basically ever doing double calculates and then you're uh re-rolling on defense or offense with lando by spending a single calc so this is a very very accurate mall that's able to cover a lot of ground Um, a large base which is going to be really dominant in assault and it's an i5 so it's going to be able to do a lot of damage especially if han solo and dengar are softening up targets for maul um, he's going to be able to, to punch in quite a lot of damage in um, really really accurate shots there um, the Han Solo uh, being able to have two Force uh, uh, that can regen for nine points, um, that's really good for Han. Um, and he's also able to uh, basically concentrate on his maneuvers uh, and and do scenario objectives since he has Agile Gunner, which allows him to rotate the arc and already has the passive mods with the child. Um, so yeah, really solid. I actually probably would have considered leaving off concussion missiles and just use the primary but sometimes you just need that you know, side to side arc and then just out the front with concussion missiles and that way you have basically a 270 degree arc so it's good
2: yeah and also remember that IGD and like those kind of upgrades they add calculate to your action bar Mm -hmm. so when you bump you can do the red double calculate with IGD because it is on your action bar you have a choice between the focus or the calculates and by and large, would be better for the calculates in this. So,
0: And I wonder if I can get that added to Volandas. That would be cool. Anyway, <laughs> let's keep moving. Uh, Atlas Store Championship. Um, I believe this is also UK as well. Um, this one had a weird... I, I don't know why Alex Britt didn't play in the Top Cut. I don't know. I just know he didn't. Um, so therefore, um, the Top Cut did not have Alex Britt in it. Um so that throws a little bit off also his sos is nan so like i don't know what that means um
2: i think that's just messed up because he dropped right so your train schedule's weird
0: okay and that's the only thing i could think of um so another (laughs) rebel yeah, another more rebel. More lists. and yeah, jj What is the rebel winner here? I, I no offense. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> diminish anybody's. I'm just, whatever. Anyway.
1: Sure. So we got another variation of Han Solo here. We got Trickshot, Perceptive Copilot, and Bastand with the title. Uh, Hera with Swarm Tactics in the A Wing. And then Fen Rao with Crackshot, Predator, Best Car Reinforced Plating. And then Bodica Venge with Predator, Mandalorian Optics, and Best Card Reinforced Plating. Uh, this is a essentially a quad I6 list. Um, With the exception of Bodica who moves at I4 but is always going to be paired uh, with Hera being able to shoot at I6 and most likely going to get double modded uh, most of the time with just using Hera's mods on this one here. Um, It's definitely really hard to to try to counter this uh, mainly because you have four shots coming at you at I6. Um, you have to play the bump game really, really well to have a chance to really take advantage of this. But even then, it's uh, it's it's difficult to deal with four I6s on the list. So it's really good.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that poor Hera's not really doing too much in that list. Like, I think it's just literally there to make come much better with that swarm tactics, because you're yeah. <laughs> not putting out offense. You're not, like like you're not giving tokens to anyone you're just there yeah i I I guess you could just i mean just evade every turn right and then if they shoot at someone else you just give them evade i guess i don't don't, 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 don't. all
0: right and alex what is the top unique list that i chose from
2: Robbie? another four ship list this time in resistance Um, actually pretty close to what I told Matt to fly. Um, you have Ray with heroic Rose, novice tech, fin, engine, and the title. Um, I've still, I still don't get engine over contraband, but that's just me. Uh, LO with marksmanship heroic M9G8, uh, nine nub with heroic pattern analyzer R68 and HLC. And then Zori with Dorsal, R4, Wartime, and Plasma Torps. It's a pretty uh, straightforward, really heavy hitting list. I assume you actually just M9 Ray, which is pretty cool because you could just add the Fin die and then re roll it with M9 G8. You don't have to get the die out of the, the Rose die. Yeah. So that hits really hard. And, you know, it's four I5s. I like that yeah. nine mob. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... And it, I it
1: it, it kind of sucks, like, if they played each other in the last round, right? Like, four I-6s <laughs> going against four I-5s. They, did, they didn't. It, it's... It, I mean, this matchup, like, it kind of sucks, right? Because you're like, dang, man, I'm never going to shoot first against these I-6s. Like... Fine, <laughs> Ray will
2: just run through those Fang Fighters, but, you know. <laughs> At least they didn't. Yeah. But, yeah, that was... Uh, I believe that's all the store champs we have for today. And that's a lot, a lot of four ship lists, which is kind of going against what you'd expect. um, Considering like, you know, more than
1: half the field
2: is um, five ship lists
1: i think what we're seeing here is just a reaction to the meta right you know early on we were seeing a big concentration of like four ships and getting like a quick little objective grabber here um here i think the shift that we're seeing now is more of making sure that you're getting quality ships uh for the four ships even if you have to sacrifice that two-point objective grabber and in the process your uh your list performs a little bit more consistently um than than the rest of the list where you're sacrificing loadout points uh, for like more expensive ships for like just having more bodies on the on the ground so um yeah i think that's that's what we're, at least what we're seeing for the shift of the meta so far
2: yeah and if you actually look at like the pattern analyzer website um four ship lifts have actually been increasing in the um since the points updates 24% last month is 25 the last weekend was 30% of the lists are brought at, at four ship lists which is uh, it's an interesting trend they, that that uh, the ship count's going slightly down that's kind of interesting yeah
0: all right <clears throat> so it was our pattern analyzer segment um so many bloody tournaments i'm sad we don't have one next weekend i actually like i'm really sad about that hey, I, I. it's not it's not anyone's fault it's just i was looking forward to that though i haven't been practicing a lot um but i had been looking forward to that and actually i've been debating on do i just swerve to rebels to try to win like do i just be a dick I'm like yeah nope.
2: see i was going to the opposite i was actually going to run my scum list in muskegon
0: <laughs> i know well, you could come out. We could still play in Muskegon. You still want to play? If you're gonna be in Muskegon anyway, we could probably still play next Saturday.
2: Uh, if, yeah. Hit me up. I'm. I'll be in Muskegon. So. because
0: yeah, there's stuff like maybe, maybe I'll post. Well, after this, remind me after we finish up tonight, and I will. I'll post in our, our Michigan Discord. Maybe, maybe we will get a group of people together just to play for the hell of playing. Um. I don't know if we have enough people. I'll just take one of the store kits from out of the box (laughs) and do an (laughs) impromptu one. Like we have to have a bunch of people. It can't just be four of us. But um, I think
2: they don't. They lack the space. That's why they had to cancel it. Or well, postpone it.
0: Yeah. What happened was they ended up running out of. uh, There's a Pokemon tournament every other weekend there, and they didn't have it on the the schedule. And when they scheduled it, unfortunately, they didn't. The guy just scheduled us and then didn't say anything until like two weeks ago. And then was like, Oh, by the way. And we're like, well, <laughs> it's um, a wish- short
1: notice.
2: <laughs> I had a triple Vader list that I submitted 21 points, all three Vaders.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I hate you. Um, but it, maybe we should just get together and play for the hello plane. Maybe it'd be fun. I don't know. It might be fun. Right. Yeah. I'd love it. So I'll be around next Saturday. As of now I don't have anything planned. So at minimum maybe you and I could get together um and play. Even if, maybe if we have to go to Grand Haven or something like that, if we don't have room in the Muskegon store, but we can always go someplace and play. So yeah. we get some games in for you, Alex. That's what we'll do. You can you can beat me with your scum list seventeen times and then determine that's what you want to run. So
2: I'm not gonna run that list. It's the jankiest thing I've ever put together. You're going to run it. I'm telling you right now. All right. So why don't
0: we move on to the last segment for tonight? And then I, I do have, we do. Ha- okay. I guess I'm going to say it now before we, any of the viewers leave. We do have a special like after show thing that we're going to plan um, around 10 30 ish. I know Alex is not a fan of uh, a fan of this. So, he's welcome to stay if he wants, but um, we are going to have the Ahsoka trailer and JJ and I are, are going to go through that tonight. Um, with some of our thoughts, uh, I didn't want to make a whole new episode, blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to go through it and I didn't want to drag Alex through all of that. Cause Alex <laughs> is not the uh, largest fan of star Wars, um, TV shows. So I did not <laughs> want to force him yes. to sit through that for a half hour while JJ and I talk about why I think he's wrong about the Thrawn arc. Um, for 30 minutes So know
2: he's blue we know,
0: we know he's blue before come on that's not even controversial we know he has red eyes too did you know that did you know he had red eyes
1: yes he uh did you he, know also he was created... my
0: favorite character ever in star wars
1: that doesn't so he also launched the company uh tesla as well oh,
2: oh. Mm. all right <laughs> hold on
0: JJ no longer can talk. All right. So let's move on to our Academy 101 segment for tonight. Tonight for our Academy 101, we are going to be covering list archetype analysis where we deep dive into specific archetypes. Tonight, we're going to be covering the Alpha Strike archetype, which we defined as lists that composed of ships that carry ordnance to strike from range three to deny range bonuses and attempt to eliminate the enemy as quick as possible. These lists tend to prioritize engagement versus concentrating on objective play. So... We've been going through this uh, series. Essentially, what we've been doing is kind of dissecting the weaknesses and strengths of each of these uh, archetypes. We talked about them on a high level before, and now what we decided to do, and I should put those videos out, but now what we decided to do is deep dive into each of the different archetypes. So with that being said, tonight we're going to be breaking down the Alpha Strike, and what we're going to kind of attempt to accomplish is what lists fit into this archetype right um, what are the countering archetypes or countering uh, measures for this list? And then we could kind of talk a little bit about, you know, where we feel these play into the meta. Now, the guys have submitted some lists for us, and I will say, um, I altered a few lists a little bit and I kind of took a combination of everything because JJ gave me like eight lists and Alex gave me three, and I didn't want to just like put everybody's out there so that's kind of we're going to kind of go through each of these different types of lists for it with that being said the first one i don't know who submitted this one alex did actually and so the first one is a vader three bombers and a vizier list very common archetype that we've actually been seeing earlier tonight and this list does consistent damage It has an Alpha Strike. Even though Vader doesn't have an Ordnance, Vader's ability might as well be an Ordnance. And (coughs) this is essentially going to be a very fast striking list with either a Flanker ship or one that's part of the mix, as well as one support ship. Alex, why don't you tell us what this list is?
2: Okay, so... I will start off with saying that Alpha Strike lists are really hard to build right now. Because a lot of loadouts got slashed across the board. But I think this list, which you, you do see around, is probably the most common kind of Alpha strike list. Granted, it's more of a, you know, you're shooting at I-4 with Jonas and Reimer, but it's just the ability to... Shoot double-mounted barrage rockets by just having a focus token, and then saturation salvoing their defense. It really hits like an alpha list. You could, you could definitely wipe off ships. You're probably not going to initiative kill him, which, you know, kind of sucks for an alpha strike list. That's kind of why you're bringing it, but you will most likely take a ship off at least on the opening engagement. Um, in this list also you have uh, palpatine and Vizier for defense for your i fours if you know they're trying to strip off your focus tokens or whatnot. So it's just three uh, three bombers triangle or box formation and then just Vader it's the boy Vader so his ability basically means just roll three dice and change them all to hits. so it just uh, it, it's hard. And that's, uh, that's the, the whole spirit of the Alpha Strike list.
1: Yeah, and the, the nice part about this too, right, is that if you can range control this very well, um, you can effectively use those. What you want to do is use these TIE Bombers to shoot at range three um, to help deny uh, those mods uh, or that additional defensive type of the, uh, the target that you're tending to go to. And, um, and then use saturation salvo as well to help them re-roll um, any natural abates that they have on there. Um, what's also particularly good with this list as well, too, is, uh, just having that threat of Vader, you know, you're, you're either going to force your opponent to deal with Vader or deal with the incoming saturation style barrage rocket shots, uh, that can really mess up your opponent. And, um, if you're, if you decide to split fire, this list is going to tear you up there really fast.
0: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about countering this list, right? You know, so there there obviously is some counters to this list, though this list kind of has a multifaceted strike piece to it, right? Like, the bombers can move slow enough that they can get you at the range 3 then range 2. You know, in a 6-round tournament, like, 2 rounds plus your engagement, your initial round, like, you, you can avoid losing a bunch of bombs, right? You know? But there has to be something to counter this, right? So... Vader is probably not your target priority in this list if unless they serve Vader up to you. If they give you Vader, murder him. Do not let yeah. him live. <laughs> um, but most people who fly this list are not going to just give you Vader. They're, Vader is going to fly over here. It's a little bit different than how JJ was flying Vader with um, Mauler. And in this list, Vader wants to be more independent and wants to probably, in my opinion, he wants to be that blinker, right? He wants to be able to come in so if you choose to go all in on vader then here comes vizier and your bombers to punish you for that and if you ignore vader vader is going to come around and and punish you for ignoring him and then you're going to get stuck dealing with vader in the end game which we all know very rarely does vader die in the end game you have to commit to killing vader pretty early on so what is a good counter to this list
2: uh, I5, okay, just jamming in general, yeah, is very strong. I know, uh, crispy last week was talking about you know the list he was running has two I5 jamming ships, and those just rack bombers. <laughs> uh, false transponder codes is five points now, you don't see it too much, but uh, I know, uh, Matt was flying it on his po just in case he's just like, oh, if there's a bomber there, I'm just gonna boost and then lock him and then he no longer has his focus for the barrage rockets. And then he's gonna eat a lot of crits. So that that's the easiest, biggest like counter to
1: that. Yeah, definitely. The jam is such a critical tool in removing the focuses uh, for these uh, for these ships there. Now, a good uh, player um, for this list will most likely set up the initial target lock, so that way they can at least help mitigate some of the jam. Um, but if you can stick with it, um, removing the possibility of them to be able to shoot those Barrage rockets, you turn off the ability for them to use Saturation Salvo, which gives you a chance to... Um, at least give your dice uh, a, a little bit of power to help bail you out from those situations there because uh, that that's really what lies at the heart of this particular list is making you re-roll those defensive dice, um, especially if you roll natural evades. Um, and then losing those evades uh, to Saturation Salvo, uh, that can really um, hurt your chances to doing it. The other part of it, too, is range control, um, being able to engage these bombers at range one. Yes, they're still throwing three dice at you, but now they don't have the ability to use Saturation Salvo to take care of it. With the exception of Reimer, Reimer can uh, reduce the range requirement for um for this uh barrage rocket down to range one Uh, but at least in terms of atomics and for um for yonas you're able to um to at least negate that part of that of that list
2: yeah staniszewski often talks about like just jumping range with like his antics and stuff like approaching at range four and then just like five trading and now you're range one yeah that's pretty good just just jumping range on these ships I mean I guess there's also like a really niche thing if you have like hot shot gunner equipped force them to spend the focus on defense but uh I, you don't really see many lists with that upgrade in there. Yeah.
0: I would all say I would also say objective play, right? I think objective play if you these ships want their focuses, <laughs> they don't want to take objective action. So like a assault very well benefits this list but crates do not benefit this list at all you can easily strip crates off of every ship of vader vader is the only one you would have to worry about and how often does vader pick up a crate Eh, not very often (laughs) because vader doesn't want to not be able to afterburner so (laughs) you know um anyway so i think objective play is the biggest thing in the world
2: And also crit generation specifically in this list because those bombers don't have shields and they burn real fast when they get crits in there. Yep.
0: All right. Let's move on to the next alpha strike list that we have. This one, we have two submissions. So JJ gave me two rubble alpha strike lists. I picked one. He's not getting the other one. Um, They are very similar. One is a different style of archetype, but Then Alex gave me one, and they both had... They literally both had B-Wings in them. So I was like, all right, screw this. We are going to (coughs) go cover both of them in some weird shape or form, right? Because both these lists share share very similar qualities. They have good synergy. (coughs) All these lists... Both these lists have a different style of synergy that goes into it. Um, Both of these lists um, can maximize the Points used for their aggressive shots, just a little bit different variants in play style. Um, you know, one has a Y wing which doesn't want to go very fast at all, but Horton is a sleeper that people I think people sleep on Horton quite a bit. Um, except for Sean, Sean, I don't know. Damn it, I had to play against Horton. I've had to play so many games against Horton, I hate him. I hate Horton. Um, and I always say it's Horton, here's a who every time. Every time, it's like, hey who's over there? Oh, (laughs) Horton's over there. Um, anyway, so I feel both these lists, um, kind of mirror each other in some aspects. So JJ, why don't you, uh, cover your list real quick first, and then we'll have Alex go over his list next.
1: All right, so the first one I believe is mine. Um, the first list that we have here is going to be uh, Harrison Dula in the B wing. We have her with proton cannons, ion torpedoes, uh, weapon systems officer, and the title that allows her to equip the weapon systems officer. Uh, come back to that combo in a second. Wedge Antilles in the X wing with elusive and plasma torpedoes. Cornhorn with elusive concussion missiles, and then Hortensom with R four, uh, excuse me, with R three astromech and cluster missiles, and then Keovenzi Venzi. Proton Rockets to finish off this list here. Um, So essentially the combo for Hera, what makes her really good with this list is that she helps enable uh, potential shots uh, for this one, uh, for other ships to use. Uh, So Hera can uh, use the Ion Torpedo first at I-6, uh, spend the lock, and then regain it with a weapon system officer, then spend that lock again uh, to get that proto- proton cannon shot off if she has somebody in Bullseye. If she doesn't have it, then she still has that lock available to pass on to another ship. Now, the key part here is that if somebody has uh, is engaging um, Hera or one of the other ships and she has a lock on that person, uh, while they defend, she can transfer that lock onto that particular ship, onto that friendly that's being engaged, uh, because she can pass off either her locks or her focus tokens or evade tokens over to that particular ship there. Um, So you can essentially enable one of your ships that might not have a lock uh, to now engage um, and shoot a torpedo or a missile off on that particular ship um, at their initiative there. And with the wedge uh, being able to reduce their uh, agility, the plasma torpedo is an excellent choice to help reduce their shields and then start getting some face down or face up damages with concussion missiles to flip and then Kio of course to um, to get that proton rocket to beat that finishing punch uh, for that list
2: Alex okay yeah so this other one that I have here they're uh, all except for Sabine they're all I-5 so that's where the alpha kind of comes in you got boy Luke because just take a lock, and you got a double Pro Protorp. You have Corin uh, with Magpulse R three marksmanship because he can shoot first. All you have to do is lock a bun lock Corin, shoot some Magpulse, super good. Uh, you have Ahsoka in the A wing with patience, instinctive. Concussion Missiles Predator, you can give Corrin Horn a focus token after he does the lock, or, you know, after you do the Ahsoka things. So you can have a double-modded Corrin shot, shoot the Magpuls, jam them, give them Deplete, and then shoot a Protorp at them. And then, instinctive aim, Concussion Missile. Uh, you also have Gina with synced Laser Cannons and Plasma Torps. So you can most likely probably lock Corrin Horn with Gina shoot the Magpals, shoot the Plasmas. And then if they're still alive somehow, shoot the Proton Torpedoes. And then you have Sabine because you have two points. So
0: what's interesting here is JJ has an A-Wing with Procket, and Alex has zero Procket in his list. I'm just saying. Just saying.
2: No Procket. Uh, you no, know, I I really wanted Horn to have a Procket in here, but I wanted to uh, make an I-5 not le- less skill based, we'll say. <laughs> More <laughs> consistent for the uh the the cog in that machine that's that degenerate i5 i alpha strike list there. Yeah.
0: And I will say, like, if I had to take kind of a mashup between the two lists, I think the I do not like elusive on corn uh on cornhorn at all. Personally, I just I, I would not do that. Um I do like concussion missiles on cornhorn, um, but the magpult just feels better to be able to strip tokens for the next shot in. Like that's like in fairness, it probably feels better, but I like concussion missiles a lot. Like they well, if you have like the favorites.
2: two I six is like JJ does. You don't need the mag pulse. Yeah, but it, yeah. but in, in this case, you probably shoot first with corn. All
0: right. So what are counters to this list? So I, I'm just going to put jamming on here. <laughs>
2: um, It's a little bit harder to jam these lists, though, just because they have redundancies kind of built in there. Like if you jam corn horn, you jam off one lock or his focus
1: well for me i think the way to to counter these lists is positioning right because um the the player in this one here is trying to set their <coughs> trying to set the majority of the ships to focus on a, a single target so that way they're able to concentrate fire and get as much as of the um of the sh- the The time on target on a single target there right um so if you're able to just not joust this particular list um directly and pull them in through the uh the the various objectives or uh, obstacles on the board then you have a better chance of negating that super powered punch that they have and uh and hopefully be able to take down some of their ships Um, sooner rather than later uh, and be able to break apart the efficiency of this list. The other part of it as well is just, again, objective play. Objective play is so huge on this one. Um, Just being able to force your opponent to try to make up their points um, by, um, by putting them behind the ball in terms of um, like having them run behind on objective points, either whether it be like through salvage or scramble. Um, if you're forcing them to scramble instead of uh, taking a target lock, then you're already reducing the effectiveness of their um, of their torps or their ability to shoot torps in this list. Yeah,
2: and like. These have B-Wings, right, and X-Wings, so they're not, like, the most maneuverable ships. So if you spread out and, like, start taking objectives, it's kind of hard for them to uh, recover from that kind of stuff. They're not going to be able to keep their mobility up. Yeah. And as, you know, as maneuverable as Kyo and Ahsoka are, (laughs) they're probably not going to be outputting enough damage to scare people.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and not to mention I three, and they're likely to die mm-hmm. together. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, texting the kid. <clears throat> all right, next one that we have. I um dumped JJ's alpha strike list because I don't, I don't agree with him at all <laughs> in the separatist <laughs> faction that that was an alpha strike list. <laughs> um, I think he just is messing with. That's that's what I feel. He had like a double scimitar alpha strike list. And I was like, nope.
2: Yeah, we're in 2018.
1: Yeah. Hey, if if uh, if you get two I fives on there, especially a double moderate proton torpedo from uh, from mall, I mean, it's doing its job. You know, it's killing in a single shot.
2: Oh, I'm all about it. I uh, just—I wouldn't call that an alpha strike list.
1: Yeah. So, if you can get four i-fives, I mean, come on.
2: No. All right, we're gonna
0: move on. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. I'm just—I'm not gonna give you that one. Like, I will give you a lot of things, but that one, I—I just—I can't do. All right. So, I made a separatist alpha strike list. This one is a heavy, a heavy munition strike list. Um, it does not have the greatest maneuverability let's just be honest with you because it's separate but they do get some very unique movements and they have 36 health to chew through the list boasts multiple munition strikes and gives a coordinator and kraken to help save calculates so the list i came up with in separatists is the 404 soc version which has the apt and the overlaid struck block so it can't Sit on a rock, which is okay because really, with an alpha strike, you're not going to want to sit on a bunch of rock, you just you're not going to do that. Um, then I have two of the backtoid prototypes, both with discords and energy shells and independent calculates. Um, then I have DBS 32C with the plasmas and the strut lock overrides which is essentially the same thing as the soc version then i put two hmp's in there now hear me out normally we would not say they're alpha strikey material but one of them has discord missiles and energy shells the uh, and hondo so you get your coordinate the other one has kraken and multi-missile pods and yes you could change multi-missile pods out for cluster missiles um you can change it out to a proton cannon uh, which I don't know why the hell you would do that, but you could technically do that. But this gives you the ability to save your calculates on the ships that need them. It gives you the ability to have so many munitions, it's not even funny. And you can share calculates between two out of the four ships. And then on top of that, you can turn around and have these lists with the HP so they circle the sides of the board. The variance to this is you could get rid of your independent calculates on the Bactoid uh, uh, prototypes and just leave your your normal network calculates, which is probably better, and then you could just change that to either electronic baffle, um, which seems silly, but you could do that, or you could go with your FTC, because the Bactoid Bomber does technically have an ability, you just don't trigger it very often. Um, so, it is there. It is there. You just you almost never trigger it, so. That's yes, right. All right. Go ahead, guys. What is your thoughts?
2: One sad missed opportunity for the Ron oppressor to run electric draft missiles, which no. really would have been really devastating. No,
0: no, no. I understand you can,
2: why you have Hondo. Fair enough. You can do that.
0: You could do that, but I, I think it weakens a little, a little bit there. That's My
2: awesome. only question is, who are you alpha striking? Because, <laughs> like, you're I-4 and DBS-404, and everyone's also, what, three and under? It's just not quite an alpha, alpha strike. It's heavy munitions.
0: Well, you have all similar-ish initiatives, and you essentially, by the time everybody shoots at you, you get to shoot back. So, there you go. Like, they have to pick a ship to wipe off the board to begin. Yeah, that's true. So the difference is, I understand the logic in saying an Alpha Strike has to be able to clear somebody off the board ahead of time, but I don't agree 100% with that. And I think if we go back to the old videos that we made, a lot of it is, can you clear a certain type of ship? So, so for example, you're going to force ships to outmaneuver you is what you're going to do. And they're not going to get opportune shots, meaning you're going to get to live longer. Um, and if you're if you do well enough with the HMPs, you can use them as blocking material for them. So if you were to take this against like that cornhorn list or whatever, they may take one of these off the board. That's a possibility. But you're also going to be able to take one of their ships off the board as well. They're not going to take multiples off the board all the time
1: yeah this feels like an enhanced like a droid swarm list almost um it just uh this time you're just doing it with these uh, more tankier uh hyenas and the HMP to go on there uh although if I'm trying to counter this list priority number one for me will probably be Kraken uh followed by Hondo on this one and the worst part of it too is that it's like you can you almost can't really spare a shot against uh going against the discords. Um, so if you get a discord on you, I mean, you have to make the choice between trying to shoot that discord off or um or trying to take out one of these ships.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think like the, a counter to this is just it, it is pretty low initiative across the board, so having like accurate high damage, like a high initiative shots like ray like that ray uh Alo, zori nine nub list we saw that has a lot of like potential just to wipe off a hyena or two yeah or at least the very least making me calculate tokens up even though they they're gonna have a fair bit But they are pretty good against jamming. This is one of the Alpha Strikes that you don't really, like jamming doesn't really affect it too much. It's because you have multiple Calculate tokens uh, by and large. So you're not going to like jamming something with independent calculation doesn't mean much. Or, you know, when they're holding stuff with Kraken, you're not really doing a lot there.
1: Yeah, and the other part too is like they don't have the same like restriction that you normally have with um, like torpedo shots and target locks, right? Like if you have a low initiative, it's harder for you to get a target lock on your desired target. Um, This, you just have to point them at an angle and create a box. And as long as you have that calculate token to shoot off that missile, that's all you need basically.
0: Yeah, I think the other issue that this has is I don't I think this does objectives very well personally. And time on target with this list is the biggest initiative. So if you have an ability to dance around this list after you take out a few of the ships, then you're okay. You know, and, and I'll use Anakin as an example of Anakin can get behind you, get rid of his stress and then, you know, be able to shoot you and murder one of those ships in a round. Um, So being able to outmaneuver this list is is a big thing. And bombs. Bombs will murder this list. All
2: right. Or any crit generation, too, because none of them.
0: Yep, crit generation. Yep, that's the other big issue with that list. All right, so the next one is a scum list which is a little bit different for alpha strike this is a a jj interpretation and then i decided to say jj i don't like all of your um all of your (laughs) your stuff so i'm going to change it a little bit scum does get a few options um manoroo can kind of go both ways so i'll go through mine first because we, we we can talk about it and then jj can go through his Um, But there is synergy in both of these lists uh, that typically will be a little bit different style of synergy. You don't always get in scum style lists. So the the first list, I kept Surisu the same as JJ. It's uh, it's Swarm Tactics, Cutthroat, Plasmas, Genesis Red with Protons and Cutthroat. Cutthroat. Um, But I changed the Y-Wing out, and I went with Azari, which I think is hilarious because Azari gets, once Azari's damage can change a blank to a hit or a focus to a hit automatically. So it's it's like a fearless and it doesn't matter what it is. Um, I left targeting synchronizer on it, uh, but I removed the dorsal turret and put cluster missiles and R3 astromech on there uh, for an aspect of, you essentially get a soft mod on your cluster missiles. And I know people are gonna laugh because nobody uses this ship ever. But I think this ship is hilarious and I love it. Um and this is one of my favorite things about this scum ship, and I really wish this would see more play uh with it. Uh then I changed my dirge up because I don't agree with um dirge not having contraband. I just I don't understand how you run dirge without contraband. And I think crack shot was great when it was three points. Um, but at four points it's worthless to me so um i don't know i like the contraband uh protons crack shot when it was three but i i in this case i did the electronic baffle you could also change that up to a different you know two point you can put cutthroat on there if you really want um cutthroat does technically still work with proton cannons so um, you could use it somebody dies you could cut their out and still get your you know proton cannons back a second round which in fairness can be pretty devastating um if we're t- if we're thinking it through and then manaru manoroo i decided to put gar saxon on and lower them to plasma torpedoes and and honestly i don't even know if you need the plasma torpedoes I left it on there for the Alpha Strike value, but, like, in reality, you could probably, like, move those away. Like, Gar Saxon being able to remove some sort of a token allows anybody, it allows you to be able to shoot the three to four dice um, all the time. Like, you just, you you get to shoot those dice. But I did put the with Torpedoes on because, in fairness, if you are able to Swarm Tactics Manoroo up to an I-5, that does benefit you if you want to strip shields ahead of time. First, yeah, yes. J like it. what is your so, take on my list?
1: <laughs> so I do like the changes. Um, I I was really, I was really going back and forth between contraband and um, and crack shot on my dirge. Um, I actually didn't think about putting crack shot and cutthroat on there because the other part of it as well, you know, if you don't have any charges to recover on dirge is removing red tokens or an orange token. So if you have an enemy that has a lock on one of your ships, um, you can essentially, or on the ship that has cutthroat, you can essentially use cutthroat to remove that lock, which could potentially save one of your ships on there. Or if they're like ionized, um, you can help remove that. And that way they can regain their ability to um, to to move as normal and have regular actions as needed on that. Um, same thing with tractors as well. I mean, that's huge, especially when you're dealing now with Sunfac and the Nantex on the, on the table. Um, but for my list here, uh, very similar to yours, Sirisu with Cutthroat Swarm Tactics and Plasma Torpedoes, Genesis Red with Cutthroat and pro- Proton Torpedoes, Lee Makai I put on there. Um, I have her as a, like a spotting type um like a spotter essentially to help enable uh Manoroo to be able to shoot that proton torpedo out there um and uh in, in the event that Manaru doesn't have a target lock on there uh, being able to essentially potentially have lima uh, ability trigger uh to get a lock on an enemy ship um is really good um and being able to have it with r3 astromech having two locks available gives Manaru options uh to shoot that proton torpedo off at i3 and if you're already taking um you know three other shots uh before you get to manru and shooting that proton torpedo most likely you're getting a kill shot with manru uh with proton torpedo and even though you don't have the full reroll effect from a target lock having r4 b uh, r4 eight eleven to have that passive reroll is uh is really nice to make the proton torpedo almost as accurate as if you're shooting it with a um with a target lock. So it's, uh, that's how I decided to run this list.
2: So, <laughs> you know, you don't need proton torpedoes on Manaru if you have Gar Saxon and targeting synchronizer, right? Because you can just remove the targeting synchronizer lock and just roll four dice anyways. That's true. I and didn't think that. And then you just yeah. have R5B8 to just do the, the one re-roll so you don't actually need the proton torpedoes. If you're trying to set it that way. That's I, fair. No. I like the Gar Saxon. He does make it a little bit difficult for an alpha strike list because you can only get locks in the front, which is good when you're jousting, but it's difficult after that. Um, I just don't see the the use for torpedoes on Manaru. I know it's like an alpha strike. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Manaru is really good at giving people double mods, though, because you can pass off the focus token with Manaru to give something like Sarasu or like Genesis Rat or something a focus token to have a double modded. You
0: can dump the plasma torpedoes and go with an illicit and then cutthroat, right? Or. Expert um, handling, too. Expert handling is really good. Yeah, that's. It, that's insanely good on Manaru, especially at i3 if you if you can block somebody like oh my god like
2: also um, shout out the genesis red who can take false transponder codes and like plasma so you can do it the way that you want it to do it they ruled it that way you can steal all their tokens and then jam them off with false transponder codes and then shoot a, a torpedo torpedo at them which is hilarious. That's
1: that's pretty great, actually. Yeah, it's so
2: I like that version more than like just strictly Proton Torpedo caught um, All right. What are Liz- counters? Oh, man. like They don't have a lot of health, uh-huh. by and large. Yeah. Or if they do, they're low agility.
1: Yeah, I think I6 this year can really tear these ships apart. Um, high initiative against this particular list here can really take out the linchpins on here, uh, which would be Lee Makai helping uh provide those story locks for Manaru, um, or taking out Sarasu, uh, providing those defensive re-rolls for the rest of the list there, they're keeping together. Uh, the other part of this too is the same, um, the same Achilles heel that they have is objective play on this one. Uh, being able to out um to outdo them uh, with objectives. Really helps this particular. Um, uh, it really helps you your chances on going against this particular list uh, because they're going to want to try to spend their actions to either claim objectives, which basically negates their three uh, their their torps, and they go down to a two die shot. Um, or they'll have to continuously focus on trying to get those shots in, um, either with target locks or trying to get in a position, so that way they can shoot at luck lock that they already have, and they can't really focus too much on objectives at that point there. Um, so it's, um, it, that's, that's what I would see as the, the way to counter this list.
0: Anything else?
2: I mean it's just it's just hard to like set that kind of stuff up because your only double mods are basically coming from if Genesis Red managed to get someone with a green token at I four or like Manaru passes off. So it can lead to like not very accurate like Alpha Strike, which is not what you want if you're trying to wipe something off the board. You want it to be as accurate as possible, and it's tough to do that in scum.
0: All right. For the last one we have is a Republic Alpha Strike list that Alex submitted. This list has re-roll, capa- re-roll capabilities with missiles, plus a few bombs. Um, there's not enough dedicated in this list to satisfy Alex, but we are doing, in fairness, a Alpha Strike list, not a dedicated list. So there is that. There's only
2: two, and it's not um, enough.
0: The list does pack consistency, though. In fairness, like I think this list is very consistent, um, and has the ability to discharge enough munitions to stop ships, um, you know, in their path. Plus, you get the benefit of having Oddball's um passive ability, and Oddball is just good. I think, um, period. Like I just think Oddball's. I mean, for Christ's sake, Oddball gets eighteen points of loadout in the Y wing. So like, whoever. Whoever thought that whoever thought that was a good idea is 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 crazy, but this list does provide things in Republic that you don't normally see that would benefit an alpha strike. Alex, what is the list that we're looking at?
2: Okay. Well, you're never gonna go see oddball and Y Wing because everyone's bringing up in an arc. That's why he's got eighteen points of the load out there. <laughs> but uh yes, yeah, oddball and a Y Wing with dedicated proton torpedoes, R4 and synchronized console which is a ridiculous amount of loadout you can have for a four point ship like that. You have contrail with dedicated R3 synchronized consoles, the Besh and uh, seismic charges. You have SOC kickback, which does have the diamond bore on missiles. You have NAC, which is an I five. And that's why he's there with fire control and mag pulse synchronized console. You have slider with FCS and synchronized console. And then sicko, with barrage rockets, wolf pack, and saturated salvo. So this is a uh, you got four i5s, an i four and an i2 in there. A lot of it just kind of relies on uh, probably contrail picking up two locks, passing one off with synchronized Council, probably the knack, who will then shoot the magpall so you have FCS, and then you could pass off that lock again. Give it to like Oddball who can Uh, I mean, uh, the lat provides two re-rolls with fire convergence, and that's really strong in an alpha strike list and really strong in synchronized council lists. So you can just re-roll two dice with oddball with the uh, fire convergence. You just roll up with a focus token. That's all you need. And then you keep passing it down the line
1: yeah what i like about this list is just having the ability to have six ships of here um in this list being able to really take advantage of the synchronized console shots for their uh, munitions uh, particularly the clone z95s having the the um the fire control system being able to have a re-roll uh with those uh with those locks that they have and then being able to pass it on uh, is really nice on here um i do like Siko in addition to this list here being able to provide re-rolls as well uh with its um with its natural ability and having um wolf packet to enable the barrage rocket shot effectiveness uh with this list too is just really really strong on this now um, the question I have for you is I, I was actually toying around with a Republic alpha list as well. Um, mm-hmm. This one only had five ships on here, um, but I wanted to have more higher initiatives on here. Um, so in my version of it, I had Anakin Skywalker in the Y-Wing with proton torpedoes, weapon system officers, and synchronized council. Um, So that way Anakin can shoot a Torp at I-6 and actually obtain a uh, lock at I-6. He still has three force to be able to use. Um, And then uh, can spend the lock and then regain it with weapon system officers to pass it on to either uh, contrail or oddball or kickback. And in my list, I had Ricole as well with uh, Proton torpedoes. Uh, What uh, do you think that Anakin could be a a potentially good piece at I six, being able to grab locks and pass it off with sync council?
2: It's. Solid, but the only problem is that that Y-Wing is six points and that eats a lot in Republic when they have two ships that can be taken at two points. So you can take a four point ship like Oddball and also Slider or Boost instead of just like Anakin. Mm -hmm. But also in this list, because it has like Wolf Pack, I wanted to allow it to have incoming I-6 and I-5 shots so I can actually take the lock with Wolf Pack in order to, like, punish people who are shooting first before me. That's fair. Uh, yeah, and then also, like, Rick Alley with the proton torpedoes. Um, you have to be at, like, range one with the sync Council in order to pass him the lock, because he doesn't have a modification slot. So um, you're either well, going to get like, a single modded...
1: Yeah, for Rick, for Rick, I didn't have him with a... Um... I didn't have him with Saint console because he only has 12 points, but I, I had him on the He doesn't have a mod slot either. You can't, literally yeah, exactly. cannot
2: put Saint console on him. He so had to be range one with someone else with a same console.
1: Exactly. I just wanted to be that flanker piece that had that uh, proton torpedo shot available to him if if he decided to use it there, um, instead of having to be within the group.
2: Yeah, I wonder if like uh, maybe like Plasma torps might be a little bit better. That way you get a little bit more
1: yeah, Something a little more points horrible. to play around there and have to shoot first. Yeah, yeah.
0: What are counters?
1: Uh, this one here is a little bit is a little hard to counter. I think more so than the than the other ones that we've seen, mainly because um, in Alex's version you got six ships that are able to um, really take advantage of this. Uh, so it's I feel that it's tougher for you to. Um, to jam correctly. Um, Now, that being said, you are able to, if you have a continuous way to constantly jam multiple ships, uh, you can uh, help break the, the... the synchronized console chain on this one here um honestly i think this one is one where you really want electro chaff missiles uh to help uh get multiple ships at once to help break that chain and then just pummel um and take out as many of uh, these smaller ships as possible um if you can start knocking out some of the lower health ones like knack and sh- uh, slider yeah you're only getting 32 points uh back but that's going to be dice that are coming against you at the end that you may not have mods for and that gives you a better chance to help initiative kill ships off the board and just work your way from there um i think that they also have enough flexibility in this list to take care of objectives so i think you concentrate a little bit more on trying to outfly these ships and help have them split fire um, so that way you're able to take out ships one at a time on this one
2: yeah, it's a little bit tough with them because they don't have to be next to each other for synchronized council because that goes out to range three, as does Wolfpack. And for fire conversion, you just have to be within the lat's arc, which is really not difficult to do. Yeah. So like these aren't grouped together. So I'm not even sure about electrochaff on that, honestly. It's just kind of a a pain. I mean, it's just you got two Z95s, they die real fast. Kickbacks, a torn, it's got no shields know contrail only has four health it's just there's, there's low health in this list so i think if you manage to produce a lot of spike damage you can uh break this list yeah even with like the dedicated and also if you wanted to pass the evade with kickback
0: yeah so crits matter right
2: <laughs> because yeah, people by have far. less shields in this list yeah, you only basically have two on every ship. <laughs> Except for the torn which just doesn't have any. But, man, I love that oddball. Just just I bump someone. Just bump someone. You get a free lock and you just pass it off. with. It's, it's your favorite thing, Alex. We know it, what it, is. Is. <laughs> it just sucks that everyone's going to play the arc Oddball, which is probably a better call in most lists but I love me some y wing eyeball. Yeah.
0: All right. Anything else before we wrap up and move on to the last segment?
1: Well, um, you know, if you're a newer player that's looking to uh, test out this archetype, um, definitely give this a try um, formation flying definitely plays big on this particular type to uh, to be effective and to try to eliminate chips. Um, if you're looking to uh, gain efficiency on this, definitely um like learned flying formation on this one here if you have ships that are the same chassis uh, that definitely helps you out because you're able to get a feel for how that group is going to be uh, is going to go don't be afraid to to split if you're able to have an effective attacker that can shoot a torpedo um, double modded on their own they don't have to be in the same formation as everybody else um, if you're going to have them approach the, your intended target from a different vector uh, to go and attack an intended target there that's definitely a Really effective way to making sure that your target doesn't uh, run away or uh, that you lose your 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 quarry, um, and that way um, you can be successful with this particular list.
2: Yeah, if you're new and starting out, run the Empire one over over the rest of them. the other ones are a little bit more triggers and convoluted just uh, to initiate like an alpha strike, but like that. That uh, Empire 1, you just one forward and focus, because you're the Rebels <laughs> now. Yeah, and I
0: think yeah, I don't know. I think you're right. I think, I, I don't know. I like the Republic 1 better, I think, though.
2: <clears throat> that one's a little bit hard to, like, wrap your mind around, because you got to be, like, there's a lot of critical decision points on if you are going to spend the, the lock itself to break that chain, and how, like, the whole opportunity cost for that i think the empire wanted literally you know just one straight focus and we'll figure it out later yeah
0: no i think you're right i don't know i think it's it's kind of like a catch 22 you know do you want to do this do you not want to do this um you know thing with it right yeah i like it all right well as we wrap up for tonight uh, I want to thank you all for joining us uh, on this wonderful journey for list analysis for our Academy 101 Alpha Strike discussion. Next week, we'll be covering, I don't know, what ones have we not covered? Do you know what ones we haven't covered, JJ?
1: Uh, not at the top of my head.
2: We haven't no. done aces. All right. Oh, aces. That is actually relevant yeah. right now.
0: All right. Yeah. We're doing aces next week, right? That's what we're going to do?
1: Yeah, that's yeah. it.
0: All right, so you guys all submit your aces lists, and we'll cover them. Bring
2: Gargor. No, I'll see. <laughs> Gargor. Okay, hold on. I better Are see you?
1: some null. I better see <laughs> some.
2: anything. Uh... I zero. All right. Why? Why would you want that? Why would you want to do that? Null's a seven until he becomes a zero.
1: I want to see Rush with concussion bombs uh, somewhere <laughs> in the list.
2: They have those type Bombers. I could bring Scorch. There
1: you go.
0: (laughs) Everybody else does, right? I want to thank you all for joining us. If you have not, please like, subscribe, and follow any of our channels. We have a million channels out there um, all over the place. So if you would like to, please go ahead and follow us for everything that we do. Thank you. Have a good night. And we will see you on the Flippity Flop.
1: Good night.